Manitobaville, the podcast, is brought to you by Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Hi, I'm Linny. You're listening to Antiquarian Objects, the legend of Manitoba on Manitobaville, the podcast. I'm talking with producer and TV maker, Mayhang Shoto. Hey, Linny, how you doing? What's so funny? Nothing. Are we talking about antiquarian objects again? We're talking about antiquarian objects again. The legend of Manitoba. The legend of Manitoba. I love it. I love it. Did you did you like that title? I love that title. It's apt. It's an apt title, or it's a what, how would you say that? It's appropriate. It's appropriate. It's epic. It's the legend. Epic. Mm-hmm. Epical. Epical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we covered a lot of tracks. We went to a lot of places. Yeah. What do you want to talk about today? Which do you want to talk about one of them in particular? Why don't we talk about Minnedosa? Minnedosa Museum. Yeah. Who do we, we met Caroline? Yes, Caroline? Caroline. She's so great. I think that was our first. That was our first museum. I think it was. That I was the first was. one we went to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We weren't sure how to do it yet. Yeah. How it was gonna go? We talked about it. We planned for it. We yeah. knew where it was. <laughs> we found it on the map. Yeah. And uh, we went there. And we went there. We stopped for lunch first. What was that restaurant called? Uh. Farmhouse 50. Farmhouse 50. It was a really cute place. Yeah, that's neat. I think they've only been around a number of years. Oh, yeah? I think it's a, a newer kind of place, but well-established by the number of people. Yeah, absolutely. And had a really, really nice, like, farm aesthetic inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, the museum is beautiful, too. It's right beside a river. And they have this little town that they've set up. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of volunteers, a lot of hard work. And the the place that we shot in was like an old town hall, right? It was built in the 1880s. I think it was a pavilion. Oh, it was a pavilion. But I think it probably served a lot of purposes in the community. Yeah. It had the cool upstairs. It was round almost. The building was round. Yeah, it was like an octagon. Yeah, and then the, the upstairs was just around the outside because it had the uh, the open air center. Yeah, and then they had that uh, porch too on the second level. Right. Where Where Caroline came and said hi to me. Yeah, check out the show, folks. Yeah. You'll see that shot. It was so neat. And Caroline was so great. A lot of these people never, they're not actors. They're not, um, you know, say, trained curator to give give proper, you know, public tours or public talks or engage with the public. So, but we got really lucky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Caroline is such a personable person. And I was able to, to, to help direct her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's so passionate about what she does. She she like has such a great memory for all of these different artifacts, and she's so excited afterwards to keep showing us more and more things. Because mm-hmm. it's a big museum. There's multiple buildings um, that are, that's filled with different things. You could probably spend a good long weekend in Minnedosa and just go back every day. Oh, absolutely! Because there's a beach nearby there too, right? If I'm not incorrect. Yeah, but I meant to go visit the museum. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the whole weekend. You go to the museum well, you probably one want day, to cool off. Yeah. You go to the beach the yeah, next day. You're right, day. you're right. You want to go cool off, you want to have a little lunch. Cool off with the dip at the beach. Yeah. Because there is a beautiful beach there, yes. And the and uh, there's some bison there too. Apparently. Apparently. We didn't quite see them. <laughs> I know. We didn't, and the reason is that when we shot that day, we 
we had a little tour afterwards and then weather moved in on us yeah so we had a decision to make we thought if we go left we mm -hmm. can see the bison mm -hmm. if we go right we can get indoors and we made the right decision because that was the day of the hailstorm right yeah that was the day that was crazy we had to pull over two times because it was hailing so bad three times i think maybe even four yeah because we tried to dodge it by going to brandon yeah <laughs> brandon and and uh, and we didn't dodge it and we no. got right in it <laughs> and then we got hailed on and we had to stop then yeah then we got down to brandon and, and head out on one but the whole storm was moving down 16 that's why we didn't want to come back on 16 because we would have been in it the whole time yeah like a pig pen in the charlie in the, in the comic strip <laughs> yeah we would have been in the midst of a hailstorm the whole way but we did, it did, it merged with number one, just like 16 does. So when yeah. we were coming on number one, we got right back in it. And yeah, we were, we were in one. There was a lot of beautiful rainbows too, though. Yeah, full rainbow. Full rainbow. More than, there was at least two full rainbows. Three leprechauns I saw. Oh, yeah? yeah. I got the pot of gold. Yep. Yeah, just I'm certain. not sharing. <laughs> I know, jeez. I should have, I should have offered you more to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> Finders keepers. It's in the contract. Any pot of gold I find, I keep. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that was exciting. That was an exciting day. I've never driven under a, a, a under a, a an overpass with such surprise. Right. Yeah. Because it was hail, hail, hail. It was so loud in the car. We could barely hear each other. And then we drive under an overpass and it was like three seconds of silence and we were so <laughs> shocked. We were like, what just happened? <laughs> like, where did the hail go? And they're like, oh. <laughs> where the hail? What the hail just, oh. And then we all realized what had happened and we yeah. just started laughing. Like, oh geez, need to get off the highway now. <laughs> Become real again. It was definitely an adventure. It was, yeah. Those things are so crazy because they, they surround you yeah with it's a visceral experience yeah exactly and all the cars driving with their hazard lights on the oh. ones that were moving yeah yeah and there was a semi-truck that everyone was kind of following yeah because you could see it yeah because we could still make time like a 40k or something and yeah so like a bunch to, of geese yeah just sort of <laughs> trekking around trekking on down the highway <laughs> it's funny how a highway can become so many things yeah Oh, for sure. I'm having flashbacks. 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 Okay, I'm done. I'm Brandon? back. I'm back. Brandon. <laughs> that was okay. That was a that was, that was a different. That was a different day. A different. But day. we went to Minidosa again to try and see the bison. Oh yeah, yeah. And we shot some outside scenes. Yep. And we went. Also, yeah, that day we. Oh, that was the second day. Yeah, so the second time we went out, we shot some scenes in Minidosa. We tried to find the bison. We tried. They didn't want to find us. No. Nope. And so we moved on. We went up around uh, Olha. Mm, right, right, yeah. Yeah, and we did some scenes up there. And then it was really late. And really late. And we were thirsty and dehydrated yeah. and hungry. Was oh, that that mo we'd, we'd heard loons. Oh, yeah. We were up by a little lake. Yeah. And we were near Riding Mountain, right? Yeah, up, just under Riding Mountain, the south side. Yeah. On the, uh, some of the, the roads up there. 
Oh yeah, lots we, of wood ticks. Lots of yeah, we met some wood ticks. <laughs> it was beautiful. I hear you picked up a few to take home to. Oh uh, yeah, uh, some pets. <laughs> some souvenirs. Yeah, <laughs> for my friends. <laughs> they hitched a ride. <laughs> a roid. They hitched a roid. And, and then, uh, uh, sorry, it was Shore Lake. We went. We went to Shore, Shore Lake. Shore Lake. Shore Lake. Yeah. Because we were in desperate need of, of a poutine and a Corona. Yeah. And. We, and there was one in the little and we slowly, motor inn. Yeah, we slowly circled the motor in trying to find the entrance. Yeah. And cheered when the, the light was on. That was a really neat little place. I think he did a really good job with it. Yeah, apparently it's been there forever. And I never, I grew up around there and I never knew about it. Yeah. I'd never been in that one. But yeah, it was like a log cabin kind of decor, the whole the whole bit. And there's lights. The like, lights going. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had like couches. I was just dehydrated enough. I kept thinking the lights were uh, <laughs> our host coming over to see if we needed anything, and I kept looking up, expecting to talk to somebody. <laughs> but a wonderful host let us in. Yeah, because I think they were locking up for the evening. They probably don't get a lot of midweek action, so yeah. at that time. But yeah, let us in. Uh, we got a decent uh, beverage and uh, poutine. And poutine. They, they had the ten out of food. ten. 10 out of 10. <laughs> that was a good one. And then we were coming back on 16 and we turned at Minidosa right. onto 10. And we were engrossed in conversation and it was dark out. I'll mm. blame the darkness. And I missed the turn off. <laughs> yes. And the next thing I knew, I looked at a sign that said Brandon. <laughs> that's when I went, Brandon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, wearing Brandon? Like, what? <laughs> anyway. So yeah, then Brandon, and then so we we stopped there for a grouchy uh, decaf coffee yep. server, yeah. Which I won't mention where we went because <laughs> it'll counteract all their advertising they do nationally, <laughs> and then nobody will go there anymore. Yeah. But um, and then we hit the road back on number one. And, and then we, and then you came up with an entire movie plot. Yeah, we're gonna make <laughs> we're gonna make that show. Surrounded uh, uh, about all about Brandon. Brandon? <laughs> is Brandon a place? Or is it a person? Or a thing? Or a thing. Or an idea. <laughs> it was very David Lynch. The the that's the guy, right? Yeah. One of them. Yeah. One of the strange ones. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we need a plot? David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. What is a plot? <laughs> <laughs> a plot is where your movie's going to go if it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh. But that was fun. That was, and this can't be recreated. We can write it, I guess, but we can't uh we we can't do it justice here on the podcast. We should have been recording that whole conversation that would have been. Yes. But Next time we do the show, we'll we'll, we'll record, record the podcast on the way. Record everything. <laughs> Is that something you, you feel comfortable committing to? No. <laughs> Good. Me neither. Perfect. Hey, where can people see Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba? Well, you can see it on Bell MTS TV. It's their on-demand channel, 5TV1. You just got to do a little digging in the menu and you'll come up with it. Or if you have the app, if you're a Bell subscriber, very simple to get to the show. Just use the search and bingo, you're there and you're everywhere. You're everywhere we were. <laughs> ah, okay, awesome.
okay, okay. Yeah, so Minnedosa was a lot, was all about the uh, fiddle and the, the river and the... Uh, who is the guy that founded was the... Um, it, it's in the show, folks, if you want to go listen. But Bolton, Bolton Scouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He's from Russell. Yes, Russell, Manitoba. Yeah, and he put together... Because the Canadian government would put together a 5,000 strong contingent to fight the northwest rebellion to put it down yeah and there is a yeah so bolton was from he volunteered right away out of russell yeah and um yeah and then van horn offered the train mm-hmm. some parts of the line had never been used before and yeah when bolton was going out there they're chasing cree who were part of the rebellion some cree not all cree of course mm-hmm. but uh some that were ahead of them sort of and then they found they just found the violin in the river. In the river. And it's rumored to be from Louis Riel's group that it was one of the one of their fiddles. Yeah. Maybe they'd um were crossing the river a little quick, didn't have time to salvage something that slipped away. Cuz they would you have know? had like battle songs, you think? Yeah, there's battle songs. I wonder if they would have been. We're going to get our own country. There's the Battle of Seven Oaks. There's a song about it. Wait, the Battle of Seven Oaks. Everybody, it's high stepper. On the canoe. When the shooting starts and the ducking ends. What's that? The ducking ends when the shooting starts? Or the shooting starts when the ducking starts? or? I don't know. Do you know the lyrics from that one? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. And it's written it in like old English, so it's not easy. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's not easy to remember. Although I wonder if it would have been French first. But yeah, this is a translation. So maybe it was it was written in like Métis, translated to old English. Yeah. By the old scribes and then brought around maybe Hebrew <laughs> back into like Aramaic. <laughs> and then zip into U.S. English. Yep. I thought no use in it. And then somebody had to try and put it all back together. That sounds accurate. Well, apparently, Michif, well, Michif is like um, a mixture of lots of language, right? Okay. Apparently, back in the day, Métis people used to be able to, like, talk to all kinds of people and knew all kinds of languages. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's that's lost. It's kind of all gone to French, I think. Yeah. We're now English. Well, there would be words. Yeah, absolutely. Or, and I think or, they're trying to rejuvenate. It's like Creole. Creole in uh, Louisiana. Where it's a mixture. Yeah. And then some, yeah, because you'd hear, you'd hear languages like recreated of, say, a Native American talking, but some of the the words they would use would be English because they wouldn't have had a word for that thing or that concept. So they would, they would just adopt the word they heard for it from another language. So you could, yeah, get real mixture, like uh, Quebec, Quebec French, they don't like it in France. Yeah. Because the Quebec French incorporates a lot of native language words, oh. um, probably English words, a real mixture. Yeah, it's evolved since yeah, so, since they came over. So it's not pure. It's not pure. <laughs> not pure enough for the Parisians. <laughs> uh, the Parisians, we don't want to talk to you <laughs> with your dirty language. It's got too much dirt in it. Too much dirt. Uh, uh. <laughs> and speaking of uh, fiddles, Métis uh, and music. Uh, the music in this episode, some of it was by Gilles Crevier. Yes. An amazing 
amazing player. Yes, absolutely. It's beautiful music in this episode. And he threw some of that together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and our other, the, on dobro and banjo and some of the cuts, the other cuts throughout the series was Tim Osmond, bluegrass magician and also musician. <laughs> Amazing stuff they can do. It's just in awe of all that. And uh, and Davy LaForge on the on that electric guitar that sounds like an acoustic slide guitar. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah some very talented musicians. Yeah. And Davy did our intro too. It's a bit of Paganini. Yeah. And um, and there are, are the, the music that starts our episodes too, and and ends them. So mm-hmm. yeah, we kept some musicians pretty busy. <laughs> making some content for us there, some music. So would you go back to Minnedosa? I would go back to Minnedosa, yeah. I would love to explore around there a bit more. I'd go back to the museum too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. How about you? Would you go back? I'd go back. Yeah. I'd, I'd go back, with caveats. <laughs> like? I don't know. <laughs> you got to figure it out. I'll figure them out, and then I'll go back <laughs> with them in place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I would. I really liked meeting everybody there and Caroline and the crew, the whole board. Yeah. And they were very welcoming and very uh, cooperative with us coming in and taking over. They hadn't even opened the museum to the public yet. So That's so true. So, yeah, and that's another big thankful thing we have for all the museums. Is yeah. That they were opening their doors to us. Some of them weren't, don't open maybe sometimes till July. Yeah. Um, except by special arrangements, so mm-hmm. I'm glad we were special enough to have that arrangement made Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it was a really neat experience for me too because um, my my one of my papers when he was alive, he was a pretty well-known uh, Métis fiddler. His name was Marcel Meilleur, and uh, he, he traveled the world playing fiddle, so I grew up um, when I'd go visit Mama Mary here, I'm practicing the fiddle in the spare room. And uh, yeah, it was just like a nice, like full circle moment um, um, to be able to see this fiddle and, and, and see one that's dated back so far back to, back to our ancestors. So thank you. And it still looked playable. And it still looked playable. I think we, if you flick the string, it would still make a sound. Yeah. It was yeah. still tuned, uh, kind of, but it was <laughs> taught. Tuned. They were taught, yeah. <laughs> and they use horse hair for the bow to play it. Yeah. Which I thought was really neat. Yeah. I guess it's really strong. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Okay, wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today to uh, hear us reminisce about our trip to Minnedosa. It's been a lot of fun. Make sure to tune in next week for our next episode and be sure to watch our show, Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> um, Bell MTS, 5TV1. Manitobaville, the podcast, is a production of Rodeo Road Studios Limited. Copyright 2023.